0: Hey, welcome in to the CHGO Bears podcast presented by PointsBet, where you can get up to two bets, up to $2,000, with that code CHGO, which if you're watching on YouTube, you can see up on the corner of your screen. What's going on, Nick? Happy Thursday to you. Happy Thursday, Adam. It's
1: it's a little different here today. It is eerily (laughs) quiet. I don't know what happened. Everybody and their grandmother was here, what, yesterday, and now they left. There's four total people. Or it's it's when we used to do the show at 11 a.m. It would be quiet,
0: but still like not even this quiet. This is it's so weird. It almost feels like we're not doing a live show right now, even though I'm pretty sure we are. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it, it does I, feel like I, that. I think there are people still watching. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're here and um, we have another team to preview today. We have another player to break down from a grades perspective and we have another player uh, who got arrested. So, <laughs> yeah, we need to break all that down too. A little bit of stadium news, maybe coming through right now as well. Uh, not really news, but just sort of information. So we'll visuals. talk. We'll, well, well, yeah. Some visuals have dropped on on the social medias, um, and we will try to bring those to you momentarily as well. But um, Nicholas Moriano, next to me. My name is Adam Hogue. You know, you know the deal here on. C-H-G-O, the Bears podcast. Yeah, yesterday was a very busy day here. We had, uh, I actually, I meant to take like a video and I forgot, but I thought it was really cool if you guys could like envision our space here, like right in front of us, but like half of it over here was the Cubs side Mm -hmm. where we had the Cubs game on um, and Cody and Luke watching the game over there. And then on that side, we had the Sox game on. Um, and her, her and Sean, Sean. though, actually more people were definitely watching the Sox game over there. True. Um, kind of felt bad for Luke and Cody. They're just kind of by off by themselves. Like nobody cares about the Cubs
1: or honestly, I could say it's almost the same with the White Sox, how they've been playing, but, but yes, how it was in the studio. There was more on, uh, my left. Yeah. But yeah. So dueling shows going on. We had the fire show. We had.
0: I think it's partly why it's quiet is the NHL draft today. That is right, uh, yeah. And then we got some stuff coming up with the Blackhawks crew later on.
1: And the Bulls are Bulls guys are down in Vegas right now. Um you know covering everything that's going on there, so yeah, it that makes, makes sense, sense why it's a, you know a yeah. little bit more quiet today.
0: Yeah. Uh Enrique tells us that it is 62 days until NFL kickoff. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's about right. Man, that's going to get here, Adam. That is going to get here once a training camp happens. It, it'll be here.
0: Yeah. Well, I hate to break it to you, but once training camp gets here, the season starts. Well, it, it's Gross. Christmas in like <laughs> three days, is what it feels like. Yeah. The whole thing just goes. Phew. Uh I'd also like to point out. I'm not sure if this comment got thrown up on the screen or not, but uh, I'm not wearing jorts. These are yeah, actually those are not jorts. Yeah. No, these aren't even close to jorts. These are. Uh, this is actually a swimsuit. If we're being honest. Ah, those. Yep. It's those a Carolina are Carolina blue. They're hybrid pants. I'll bring the jorts next
1: time. No, those
0: are, I don't even (laughs) own jorts. I do have a pair of these hybrid shorts that are closer to jean colors. Ah. But even those are still not jorts. I'll bring them. I can't say I've ever worn jorts in my life. No, really? No.
1: So there was, a I think, a middle school kind of fad going on, and then they came back at them. No, they didn't. They came back. I have two pairs at home, so I don't don't wear them now, but I'll, I'll make sure to bring them next time um
0: also apparently my dad is watching today hey he's commenting on my shoes being dirty can you see that on the screen oh
1: man look at that they are kind of dirty oh Oh, no a little bit let's see that's what happens you ever throw your shoes in the wash yes i do i actually i washed
0: these like a couple weeks ago um it works quite well it does Throw them in with a couple towels just to reduce Mm -hmm. the noise yep um i just do it that's all from minnesota over the weekend Um, Well, okay, so we're going to preview the Jets today. We're supposed to do it yesterday. They're the next team up on the schedule. We will get to that. Um, But there was a little bit of news this morning. Something actually happened a few days ago. But David Moore Mm. got arrested. As I say that, like, you should know who David Moore is. (laughs) I am, like, I legitimately did not know he was on the team.
1: I was having that conversation with uh, Kevin K. earlier. Like, oh, he's yeah, he's still on the be- maybe still on the Bears after today. But yeah, I had to refresh my memory just to know that David Moore was actually there. Yeah, I I didn't I
0: I so I don't you know compared to Byron Pringle and Matthew Adams, the two other players who got arrested this off season and their impact on the team. Don't know that this registers as much. Um, this does appear to be a little bit more serious charges against him. Yeah. We're talking about um, David Moore, wide receiver for the Bears. Maybe that's breaking news to you uh, as it was <laughs> to me. Um, I, I just legitimately do not remember seeing David
1: Moore do anything in the offseason program. No, And I couldn't, off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you what number, even, like, out there with the wide receivers. He didn't – obviously, didn't show much, but – yeah, but the bigger thing here though, Adams, like that's three arrests though. Guys that were brought in. Yeah. And if you're general, if you're Ryan Poles, like this is all a reflection how how do you feel about this? Seeing like, oh, those this is the one time of year where you don't want to hear anything right. about any players. And yet yeah. it's happening. So,
0: look, first of all, I think it is important to point out that the Players who've been arrested, none of them are players who got massive contracts. Mm -hmm. You know, so even in the Byron Pringle situation, which I don't know if we have to start doing like uh, arrest power rankings at this point, (laughs) um, but I probably put that at the bottom in terms of the seriousness of, I don't Mm -hmm. know. But... The, the point is, like, even he was on a one-year $5 million deal. So it's not like these are players who, you know, were get, get on the books for $20 million this year. They're not players you're making huge investments on. In some ways, they're risks to begin with. Um, and as long as they're low risks, I think as, as a general manager, you can probably put up with it. Is it a good look? No. It's not a good look uh, to have three players, all of whom you just signed. These are all players that are new to the roster, all get arrested in a few months' span. I don't think that's a good look. Um, Is it very consequential? Does it suggest a larger problem? I don't know. I don't necessarily think so yet. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it raises some questions about character, but I also say that in the context of somebody who thought Ryan Pace should have made more risks. True. You know, that there were players specifically in the draft. I feel like that the Bears just crossed, crossed off completely because – and in some ways I get that, but you got to weigh the risk and reward in all these situations, right? You know, I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs are regretting drafting Tyreek Hill. No. Okay, just for, just for one example. I don't think the Bengals are regretting drafting Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I do think that there were times in the last regime where there were missed opportunities because they weren't willing to take risks. I also, on the back end of that, though, think that those are risks
1: where you took them and then the player didn't be a – he wasn't a problem. Exactly, yeah. From that point on. Got in the right organization, kind of left that stuff behind him, and now, know, found his way, kind of.
0: You're, you're just always going to have instances that pop up. I get that. You can't avoid them all. But I think it says something, like when Bill Belichick can bring in some trouble, some players with trouble pass into that culture, and they're not necessarily a problem while they're there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um. I, I I just I think we're still at the infancy stage of this new regime. It is certainly notable that three players have been arrested, and I think it maybe raises some questions about, or at least shows that the culture hasn't exactly been established. So if you're gonna take risks on players, that they stay out of trouble once they get there, if that makes sense.
1: No, it does. Um, and this would be a way bigger story, like like you were kind of mentioning, and if these were. The high profile guys the guys that did have extensive contracts to to who they are but it, it isn't and you just rather like we were saying you'd rather not see it and it does happen to it's gonna happen to a lot of nfl teams throughout this long period of time where they have this off time and do what they want be around maybe the people that they were around before they got into the nfl whatever it may be but it is um you know once you kind of see the names piling up and they're all associated with the Bears, it's like, what's going on here? And uh, we'll see Ryan Poles and the crew in a couple of weeks. And maybe that, who knows what can happen between now and then. But it is, um, I don't think like the other off seasons, like there wasn't. I can't. No, even, I mean. Like there weren't many risks. There were. was, uh, boy. I mean, yeah, I'm like trying to.
0: I mean, well, first of all, in the Ryan Pace area, you had the big Ray McDonald yes, problem. Yes,
1: that was the big one. So
0: they took that risk. They put. Too much faith in a guy with a much longer history of baggage, problems yeah. um, that you that looked, quite frankly, like a ridiculous risk at the time, and then <laughs> sure enough, it wasn't. He didn't last like a what was it a month or two maybe before he got in trouble again, and they had to cut their ties. Now even in that case, it didn't really cost them anything. Mm-mm. I mean, it was it was a low risk from a financial standpoint it was high risk from a um, PR image kind of image standpoint. Yeah. And then it just felt like from that point on, th- no more. They, they just it, <laughs> like to their it. credit, hardly ever heard stories of players getting arrested, mm-hmm. but it also felt like, Hey, they're there. So it, it's, I'm not, it is a tough balance, but I think what I'm trying to get at is a year from now, two years from now, whatever, how long it takes You want to be able to take these risks and then also have the culture where they stay out of trouble. And Mm -hmm. that's where, like, when sometimes, and I know I'm not going to bring you into this, I got accused of overreacting to the Byron Pringle thing for what he actually did. But this goes back to even, like, stuff that happens on the field. And the whole conversation about Javon Wims hitting a guy on the field. You have to have accountability. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not saying the two other players got arrested because Byron Pringle didn't really face any accountability because they're not exactly – you can't really necessarily connect the dots that closely. Everyone's their own
1: individual too, so you know.
0: But if just hypothetically, if Byron Pringle had been cut the next day, and I'm not saying he should have been, mm-hmm. and you know, based on the, what came out, I'm just saying if you had just cut your ties and been like, hey – this is our culture we're not putting put, we're willing to take risks that's a strong but message, it's no yeah. no nonsense. Mm-hmm. that's going to get the attention of the rest of the players on the team um, to potentially stay out of trouble. so you know I'll, I'll be curious to see if there's any accountability here. Um, they might be waiting to let the legal process play out for example Byron Pringle's court hearing I don't even think it's till August 1st you mm-hmm, know yeah. but it's just it's
1: not a good start. From the It's not, not the best look. It really isn't. From uh like you said, an image standpoint. Um but yeah, we'll see what kinda happens from there. I also see uh they want a Papa Hogue and Papa Moriano guest host show when. See, Especially I don't know if they'll work together very well though, because Papa Hogue has a great mustache. Ah. Yeah, my dad not 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 a mustache guy. We've mustache, learned that. And that's why I don't have my mustache anymore.
0: So I don't know if that's gonna if that's gonna work. have conflicting uh interests there. I I have to work it out, though. Yeah. hate to say it. <laughs> um, anyway, so that was the news from uh, this morning. By the way, it was uh, drug and weapons charges, according to reports down in Texas. Uh, David Moore got arrested in his hometown on July 4th. And uh, there were some more details that came out, according to reports. He fell asleep in a Taco Bell. Ah, um, they found THC gummies and oh. then, and more importantly, some guns that were not legal. Adam? He's back. Oh no. Bald guy on the balcony with no shirt on. Or no clothes.
1: <laughs> like right questionable
0: there. questionable if there's pants. He's Kevin, he's
1: back. Uh, balcony y- man. Your
0: balcony guy is back up there. <laughs> don't Sorry. look. Don't look. You have to uh, for those that weren't <laughs> watching the show, what was that? About
1: three weeks ago? Man, probably now. Probably three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh,
0: We are in the heart of the West Loop here at our awesome CHGO (laughs) studios. There happens to be um, some residences right across the
1: street. Enjoying the weather. And by the way, I
0: have no knock on this guy because I would be doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, I was sitting out on my patio this morning. Now, granted, I had a shirt on, but I don't think there's anything wrong with not wearing a shirt. Nope. It's just the guy kind of resembles Matt Nagy a little bit. And, and he's right in your sight line as you're looking at me. That's see, really the biggest problem. I cannot problem.
1: see you without seeing him. Okay. It's literally impossible. Yeah. So, yes.
0: Um, <laughs> all right. Do we have those photos, by the way, Sarah? Or? Yeah. So, if I just did uh, – if we share the screen, I kind of – it's not letting me, like, download them. But would this be – that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that fine. So I want to give credit to Danny Ecker um, because kind of right before we started going here, he got a hold of some photos of the uh, Soldier Field area, some renderings. Um, you may or may not be able to see these very well, but um, the, the, the bottom line is, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know if there's more details that are going to come out on this, but the renderings that were shared of the Soldier Field slash museum campus sure look like putting a Band-Aid on a bigger mm-hmm. problem. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, as we scroll through these, if you're watching on YouTube, I'll try to describe them to those looking at the podcast. But there you have the Northerly Island concert venue there, and it tr- looks like they want to move it to the North Lawn that's in between the Field Museum and mm-hmm. Soldier Field, which right now is a street and a bunch of, like, walkway. Yep. They, I think, eases congestion. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm also seeing on the island side, the Northern Island side, which is really a peninsula, by the way. Um, (laughs) It's not an island. The street is gone. Yes. There's more green space. I'm not exactly sure how people are getting to the Adler Planetarium. It's not even in the photo. They took it away. The bottom line is I'm seeing a lot of um a lot less street and sidewalk area and more people. More congestion. Yes. <laughs> what we need. And uh, I'm not seeing anything that benefits most
1: importantly the Chicago Bears. No. No, like where you know you want to have like family i mean obviously they put the people there to accentuate like hey there's people gathering and having fun here but what are you what are you doing you're just kind of there and i don't know all this seems like it's just like you said putting a a band-aid on something that's not gonna not gonna work out here but at least now we have some visuals well, I, I just, I mean,
0: again, I go back to what are the Bears getting financially out of this? This this all looks maybe good for the city, um, but what exactly is added here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> added you've moved the concert venue, maybe made that a little bit more convenient to get to. Um, There's a picture I'm going to be putting up. Shortly, but there's like this meme that Jake just sent me. So I'm going to put it up real quick. Okay. They okay. Made of I like memes. I, I, I just, I, I don't see anything that is beneficial to the Chicago Bears, though. Like nope. what they're getting out of financially when they could <laughs> just build this whole area themselves better on more land with better transportation.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, Adam. Um, the whole idea of putting the dome on Soldier Field was crazy to begin with. And now, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be funny.
0: Also, the dome <laughs> isn't on Soldier Field in the renderings. Yeah. So, oh, now we. <laughs> <laughs> where did this meme come from? Jake made it. Oh, oh Jake, Jake made this? Jake Flanagan? It's, yes, yeah, the oh, Lori. Yeah. We have the Lori dome. The Lori dome. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I think that's so cute. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> that's
1: hilarious. It's so funny. Well, oh. that's exactly what they're going to do. Right there. If you want to know what it could look like, that is it. Exclusive. Right here on the c h o Bears podcast. Yeah. It's just
0: I think both of these sort of news items the last couple days have just uh news items so, about. like just proven how much of an uphill battle this really is mm-hmm. for Absolutely. um for the city of Chicago. Um but credit to Danny Ecker for getting those renderings, uh his tweet, renderings of a transformed museum campus around Soldier Field. From a Mayor Lightfoot working group, Northern the Isle Island concert venue would be relocated to the stadium's North Long, among other changes. I don't know. That's a no for me, Adam. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that's, a a, no for me. that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I like uh, Enrique Rivera's optimism, by the way. Um, he said uh, if they had cut whims the first time, then he wouldn't drop the playoff tutty. Beautifully put then, on. then uh, Trubisky would have scored against the Saints early, and the Bears would have won the Super Bowl.
1: Boom! Don't forget the boom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, I I I I I agree. Connect dots, just just like that. Boom. Um, that works. Okay, let's. Well, we'll get to the Jets here in a second, but I do want to tell you that the best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app. Use code CHGO when you sign up, and if you do that right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. That's not it, because if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership which unlocks all of our web content and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership and a free t-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making a $50 more first time deposit at PointsBet. Any questions, email PointsBet at allchgo.com. We will help you out. See an, if you see an edge in the game you're watching or if your te- favorite team is primed for a comeback, maybe like five comebacks, like in yesterday's Sox
1: game. Oh, yeah, that was nuts.
0: You know, don't just watch the game. You could bet along with it live. You could have, you know taking the, the odds every single time they were, they were trailing. And yeah. then I would have said you're crazy for thinking they'd win, and then they did win. So good for them. How confident am I that they're going to win more than one game this weekend? How confident are you at? Not very. <laughs> it's like when they took two out of three from the Blue Jays and then won one game against the Orioles.
1: That's the White Sox in a nutshell.
0: Download the PointsBet app right now. Use promo code CHGO. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services.
1: I have to tell you about our next partner, Athletic Greens. With one scoop of Athletic Greens, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day off right. This mixture of ingredients helps your immune system. Gives you energy and improves your focus, and that's why I take my Athletic Greens, and you should too. What's awesome about Athletic Greens is that it costs you less than a cup of coffee a day. Also, it helps support better sleep quality and recovery, which we all definitely need. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And here's what you have to do. Just visit athleticgreens.com slash chgobears. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash chgobears to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. All right, the New York
0: J-E-T-S Jets. We are deep into the schedule now. Late November, I believe. This game will be played. Yep. Um, Bears with two trips to New York this season, technically New Jersey. I don't even know if they step foot in New York. I don't think so. I think they probably stay out in New Jersey. they probably fly into New York. Just stay out there, never even see New York. There you go. Which is a bummer. That's not how you should do that trip, by the way, folks, if you happen to be going out there. I did once do that trip in one day. Really? I flew out. Into New York I mean it's pretty easy To fly to New York Went to New York Ubered To the stadium Ubered Back Got on a plane Was home In my own bed Wow Traffic worked wasn't pretty Crazy good. or
1: anything Like that or
0: Oh uh, no It worked out fine I think right. I had a uh, Northwestern game The day before And so I couldn't Fly out till the Morning of the game And you can get An early flight to New York Well at least you used to I don't know about these days Good luck flying in general sure, yeah. These days Uh, maybe might just want to drive. It'd be nice if we had like a high-speed train system. Ah, that would be nice. But uh, we don't do that here. Uh, The Jets were 4-13 last year. Not very good, as you might know. Robert Sala was in his first year as the head coach. He goes into year two. Uh, We look at some of their key additions. They added safety Jordan Whitehead, Mm -hmm. uh, cornerback DJ Reed, CJ Uzama, we had a good year last year with the Bengals. Nope. Um, their losses, some eh, eh. losses, but, they you know, I think they upgrade in a lot of spots, some minor upgrades, but they lose Marcus May, Jameson Crowder. Not even going to say that guy's name. <sighs> Foloronsu Fatukase? Yeah, yeah, there you Kasi? go. Kasi?
1: Pretty good close. Job, I'll
0: take it. Good job. I'll give myself a B without <laughs> even knowing the correct pronunciation. Um, oh, and then, of course, some key additions. They... Drafted cornerback uh, Ahmad Gardner. Sauce. Sauce, which uh, with their first pick. Then they also add Garrett Wilson, um, the wide receiver, and he's could be a factor. Uh, did,
1: coming back from injury, right? That was him? Garrett Wilson, did he get injured? Um, Justin Fields would know. It's his old teammate. There were like six wide receivers that tore their ACL in the draft
0: this year. Not in the draft, but. Jameson Williams, we know from Yeah, Detroit. Jameson Williams is the one I'm thinking of. I thought maybe I'm just making that up. Um, anyway. A factor. He, I still think he would be a factor. Yeah, getting a target, obviously, for Zach Wilson. This is an interesting team to me. I mean, I, I think that they've improved. I think they're going to be tougher to beat in games this year. Um, and I still like Zach Wilson, too. We've talked about this.
1: Yeah, I like Zach Wilson and... You give him a big body target like a Garrett Wilson. I know a lot of Bears fans loved him and probably very unrealistic for him to fall uh, to Chicago, obviously with the Jets taking him with their second pick in the first round. But they have some some guys that you could throw to. And then you end up, like Jeremy Rucker was a guy I like too out of Ohio State. Uh, another two Buckeyes now on that offense for Zach Wilson. And again, Justin Fields was very familiar with those two guys. So I think like you, they should be better. And if Zach, if Bears fans are expecting similar things from Justin Fields, I'm sure Jets fans are expecting the same thing out of Zach Wilson in terms of the year one and year two jump. And that will be, like, the biggest storyline, obviously, going into this game, how these two quarterbacks face one, go against each other, and who ultimately can lead their team to a victory.
0: Yeah. By the way, I, I was – Briefly confusing him with Jamison Williams. Okay. But um, there were two things that made me think he had an injury too. One, he didn't play in the Rose Bowl. Um, oh, yeah. And true. then there was briefly like an injury scare that came across a couple weeks ago. Um, I think it practice during the OTAs thing. But he's fine. He's good. Uh, the 10th overall pick in this year's draft. And we'll give Zach Williams a, a weapon to look at. Uh, not only to look at, but to throw to this year um and i just i i i think this is maybe the team that burns me the most this year cuz i'm going to be like okay the jets are going to get better and then they then they might not because they're the jets the
1: jet yeah but i think this is a tough game yeah i'm looking at so just kind of looking at what they did last season they had like those four wins they beat the titans Bengals, Texans, and Jaguars. So you got half and half good teams, half and half bad teams. Um, They had their their leading rusher, Michael Carter from UNC. Uh, So he led the team as a rookie in rushing yards, 639 yards, four touchdowns. You also had Elijah Moore, young player over there. Brax, I so I was looking at some of the key players that they had, Adam. Yeah. Braxton Berrios. Yeah. All pro, as a kick returner. Right. Yeah. I was like, wait, no, 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 as a receiver, but 30.4 yards per kickoff. Or per kick return, which is pretty damn good. No wonder he's an all-pro there. Um, you also have on the defense side, C.J. Mosley, who led the team in tackles, 168. But, like, I think like the Bears, there's a lot of players that still need to prove themselves. There's a relatively young team. Obviously, have Robert Sala in his second year. I, I think if all things go well, they can definitely surprise some, some people. And I think it will be a game. Like any any team going up against the Bears, that's going to be a competitive game because it's still the Chicago Bears we're talking about. But I like you. This is a team that if Zach Wilson takes that next step uh, with a guy like Garrett Wilson, maybe a Braxton Berrios, um, and then T.J. Uh, Uz- Uzama from from Cincinnati last year, like you can do some good things. And plus the the Bryce Hall, the running back they got from yeah. Ohio State, so a really good running back too. So. Some some good pieces along that offense that can definitely help out Zach Wilson. Well, and that's what I was going to say is regardless, I I, I I mean I might still have some questions about their
0: defense, but mm-hmm. I, adding Sauce Gardner first cert, certainly helps. I'm intrigued to watch this offense. Like, first of all, I want to see Zach Wilson. What kind of step does he take this year? I think if you watch the back half of his rookie year, things did get better. But when you just look at what they did, don't forget Elijah Moore is there. He's mm-hmm. somebody I really liked a year ago coming out. And and he's he, – I mean, that's intriguing to have Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore there together. Brees Hall, the running back out of Iowa State, was probably the most pro-ready back yeah. in the draft. And to add him where they did – I mean, they were really good, I feel like, with their first three picks. Um and he's probably going to slide right in as their starter, I think. Look at what they did at tight end. Not only just signing Uzoma, but um, Tyler Conklin comes over from Minnesota, too. Good blocking
1: tight end, yeah. Yeah,
0: and, and he's a guy who's been definitely a, a solid pro. And they also drafted Jeremy Ruckert out of Ohio State, too. So See? that tight end room saw a major overhaul, and it looks pretty good. I think the questions are obviously on their offensive line. Mm-hmm. And can they keep Zach Wilson healthy? But if they do come together, I think at a minimum, this is a, this is a sneaky fun offense to watch.
1: You know, if, and it could actually be similar to what the Bears are. It's Mike LaFleur as yeah. the offensive coordinator, who obviously has ties to San Francisco, mm-hmm. which goes back with Luke, like that type of system, Atlanta. Right. So I wonder when we're watching this game, and we see that the Bears want to run the football, have some tight ends in that room. Obviously, we were just Adam just kind of listed off some of the guys they have. I wonder if we're going to see almost similar types of offenses with two athletic quarterbacks and establishing the run, getting them out in space, and maybe opening some throwing windows. That's going to be interesting once it comes to Week 12, how both these offenses look and if they look similar or not because it, some of the, just the, the offensive coordinators that are running these two teams, they come from similar type of systems. Curious to see what those both look like come Week 12. I think we did this one last week, but I'm going to ask you again. The line. Bear,
0: early line, week 12, Bears at Jets. I definitely forgot. So yeah. this is like a whole. <laughs> You're a doing whole it
1: new... again. Uh, the Jets are. So would it be minus three? So Jets Pretty are close. favored. Jets are favored by two and a half on the early
0: line. And we did this uh, not too long ago uh, on the early line. Uh, they are favored by three a couple weeks later against the Lions. So take that, Don Burr. Ha. Half point worse. <laughs> take that. Take Um, let's look at the points bets. Uh, look ahead on the uh, to show you where, where where the Jets. I don't know the gambling market is looking at the Jets now. They are still plus ten thousand to win the Super Bowl, which is twenty six. So maybe we're overrating them a little bit, but maybe we're giving you some value too. They are Mm -hmm. uh, plus. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. Obviously, (laughs) they are plus sixty six hundred to win the AFC. Which puts them pretty much at the bottom in the AFC uh, to win the AFC East. They're just plus eighteen hundred, which puts them last. And then the over/under is five and a
1: half with um, over minus one sixty and under plus one thirty. There. Yeah. So <sighs> that that shows you, they th-
0: you know, think they might go over. Remember, the AFC is tougher. Yeah. So, you know, you win six games in the AFC, it might still be towards the bottom. But um, I'd be
1: inclined to bet the over, I think. Yeah, I'm pulling up their their schedule real quick just to kind of see. Okay, they open up against the Ravens. No. Browns? Uh, I mean, with the situation they're in right now? Okay. The Bengals? They play, obviously, Steelers, Dolphins, Packers, Broncos, Patriots, Bills. Patriot, hey, look the Bears. Uh, November twenty seventh, Vikings. Bill, yeah, those Bills games. Um, not gonna go the Jets way. Lions that can be a win. Jaguars can be a win. Seahawks can be a win. So how many did I say? Maybe like four so you or got five. A, you, got you got to win a- in
0: twelve games. Yes. Good job. Good <laughs> yep, job. That's exactly the thing. They it. won four games last year. Can they be two wins better?
1: I feel like it. Yeah, if they could beat the Browns.
0: I feel like they're two wins better, even in the you know in in the AFC. So we'll have to see. Um, I think this is an impossible game though to predict. Like it's late November, we don't know how these offenses are going to come together. I guess I'm inclined to take the Jets here, um, but like many of these rookie quarterbacks that we keep talking about. It's going to be another fascinating matchup. It is going to be another I, I keep calling them rookie quarterbacks. They're really all sophomore quarterbacks. Yeah. Put them that way. It'll be fun to watch. See? All right. Um,
1: talk to us about getting an edge today. Oh, how can they start that edge with Strava CBD coffee? Because, you guys, it's a game changer. It's helped thousands of people to improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious, fresh-roasted specialty coffee infused with organic, broad-spectrum CBD and as you know, CBD from Hemp doesn't make you higher hungry, but it does offer real benefits that can help you. Like feeling alert and focused without the jitters, live your day more balanced with less anxiety and fewer aches and pains. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you wake up feeling at your best. And the best part about all of this, Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch, fresh, and ships straight to your door. Strava also offers concentrated full-spectrum CBD tinctures for those looking for a more traditional CBD format with a powerful entourage effect of benefits. CHGO listeners can save 25% off their entire purchase when you use code CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com when you use the code CHGO25 at checkout. Do you already love Strava? Of course you do if you listen to the podcast here at CHGO. Well, you can subscribe and save with the Strava Coffee Club. With Strava, you are in control. Save on your favorite coffees and have them automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule. All right. We told you yesterday that we had a second player we were going to preview.
0: We had to push it back to today because there ended up being so much news to talk about and I also teased at the end of the show that we would be into the long-term starter category. So we start that today with a wide receiver, believe it or not, Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney comes in just above that three number mm-hmm. that, that gets you into that higher category of starter, the type of players you want to lock lock up long-term. And really, what he, all he's done in two years so far is make you think that he should be a player that sticks around for a really, really long time. Great debut as a rookie um, two seasons ago as a fifth-round pick, too. Um, And then he was just even better last season as we look at some of his numbers and what he did. But 81 catches last year for a little over a 1,000 yards and four touchdowns. Obviously, the team's best wide receiver, which we didn't go into the year thinking. We thought that was Allen Robinson. Mm -hmm. And Allen Robinson had a down year while Darnell Mooney continued – to ascend hasn't missed a game in two seasons so his durability has been very good um and while you do have questions and we'll talk about it here about can mooney be a true number one if he's been able to do what he did the last two seasons in an offense that completely fell apart yes he had Allen robinson there to take some attention away from him and they will have to overcome that Mm -hmm. but if the bears really put in a better scheme and the quarterback plays better because they haven't really had good quarterback play the last two years either, you think that that would kind of balance out. Yes, he's got to do more. Yes, he's going to face tougher coverages. Yeah, there's not a lot of wide receivers around him that are necessarily dangerous, although we'll see if Valus Jones Jr. can kind of be the next Darnell Mooney who you know takes some pressure off yeah. right away as a rookie. Um, I, I, don't, I don't see any reason why Darnell Mooney can't replicate what he's already done, if not continue to get even better.
1: And the thing is too, I like the, the one notes you had there, Adam, like the durability, like this isn't a big guy, but yet when you see him make catches over the middle of the field, he does know how to protect his body. He's not Mm -hmm. leaving himself susceptible to those big hits. And that's why he has played every game and has been there when the bears need him. Availability is the biggest thing for a lot of the bears players. Darnell Mooney has definitely shown that. And he's been, the bigger part of some of the explosive plays, some of the explosive plays that have happened in this Bears offense, you usually look to number 11 and Darnell Mooney creating some of them uh, in the game against the Baltimore Ravens where you take a, a simple screen pass and it's actually blocked up well. Mooney's able to capitalize and get a, a deep touchdown off of it. So I like a lot of what he's already done. And one of the commenters said, does the blocking factor into this? For him being the size that he is, Darnell Mooney is a very willing blocker. And knows how to just play within himself. You don't see him get any of those holding calls along the edge. And that's what you want to see out of a guy. He's willing to do everything. He took a, what was it, the jet sweep against the the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, So he caught a touchdown, and then he had one of those end around type of plays. So very willing to do everything. And if this offensive scheme can actually even cater more to his strengths, why can't he replicate those numbers like you were saying, Adam? He has all the tools. It's just... I think, you know, not having Allen Robinson, even though he had a down here, teams do have to look to had to look to Allen Robinson to play coverage around him. So it does leave Darnell Mooney a little bit more wide open. But that's what uh Luke Getz is gonna have to figure out and I'm sure he's gonna move him around this entire offense on any given play.
0: Uh and to answer that question, yes, blocking is factored into this. Absolutely, that is uh especially you know, on on running plays that end up out, uh, it's it every single play is graded out. Um, with the exception of obviously not necessarily knowing everyone's assignment on every play, but because I don't have a playbook. But um, with that understanding, if a wide receiver makes a nice block or misses a key block on a run, absolutely at the point of attack, that out. is that is factored in. Um, and Mooney is certainly, I agree with you, a willing blocker. And does a pretty good job on the outside uh, for uh, you know his size, and you love you love to see that, and uh, you just love to see his attitude. Though he's already become a leader on the team, um, continually trying to get better. I think that that he and Justin Fields should be a great pairing this season.
1: And you know another thing too is like whenever we talk to Darnell Mooney too, like he's always giving thoughtful thoughtful responses, actually answering the questions and seeming like engage with everybody but yeah he's just a he's a good guy he's committed he, being a fifth round draft pick he always has that edge and you, you see that on the field the one area like that i would still like to see him improve upon like he had four drops last season some of those drops happen like on third there's the tampa bay game where he has a bad drop on a third and two the series ends and it's like Darno mooney we know Darno mooney can make that catch so even though it's only four it's like i know that he could still improve upon that himself but as now the number one for the Spares offense, just continue to work on off of uh, different techniques to get off of the line of scrimmage because he's going to probably get pressed a lot. It's testing out that strength, that, that play durability, play strength. So seeing if he can improve, if he can do that, take that jump in now year, year three, Darnell Mooney has a, has a shot to, again, replicate those numbers, even maybe add a few more touchdowns because first year and the second year he's had four. Maybe we can have a little bit more this year. All
0: right. That's our wrap-up on Darnell Mooney. Before we get out of here, though, we will have another player tomorrow, by the way. Um, There's a little bit more coming out on this uh, proposal from um, – actually, I missed this story yesterday. This is uh, coming from the Sun-Times, and – Let's see the authors on this as I'm kind of reading this on the fly. But Fran Spielman and David Roeder saying that um, a working group has a host of ideas that could break the bank and transform the lakefront experience. Putting a dome on Soldier Field, expanding stadium concourses, adding more seats and more premium seats, replacing the natural grass with synthetic turf. Boy, that's overdue. And uh, selling naming rights may only be the beginning. An Excel spreadsheet shared with the Sun Times and considered by the working group has plenty of other ideas. So I think it's important to point out these are just ideas. Use Excel. Aerial gondolas and or a monorail using clean energy. A tourist attraction hotel with a Disney feel. Transforming Solidarity Drive into a pedestrian plaza. Uh, removing Burnham Harbor and replacing it with parking. <laughs> how, does, Wait. how are they going to get to the parking though? If Solidarity
1: Drive's gone. They didn't. They didn't think of that and put it in the Excel <laughs> sheet. I can tell you that. Floating pavilions. <laughs> um, okay. Floating pavilions. There was a commenter actually on the last show. was like just put Soldier Field in the middle of the ocean. Have it float there. Yeah. Or, I or mean, Lake Michigan, sorry.
0: I, I've. I mean, it might as well be an ocean. I've heard worst ideas. <laughs> How long did they say until it's like built? What's like the timeline? Uh, infinity. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say that's no. like a really big project. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody yeah. knows. I mean, I, I guess it'd be less of a project than building a brand new stadium out on Arlington Heights. But, um, you know, the Bears like have fake. a lease there, they have somewhere to play. Right. They're the ones that are going to have to break the lease eventually. And the longer it takes to build the stadium, actually, the less they're going to have to pay in breaking the lease so um here's uh who's this person hang on here friends of the park executive director juanita iris i hope i'm saying that wrong uh is a member of the working group and um was also against the plan that old plan to bring the lucas museum remember to that museum campus um She's a member of the working group, and according to this report from the Sun-Times, is not aware of any draft report by the working group. (laughs) Um, Put stuff in the Excel spreadsheet.
1: Come on, keep keep putting things in there.
0: Pressed on whether friends of the parks would tolerate replacing Burnham Harbor with parking, she said, It sounds ridiculous. It also does not sound like a conversation that I've been a part of. The lakefront is an important jewel for the city, and I am not confident that anyone is having conversations about paving
1: over the lake. Odyssey, they just got this Excel spreadsheet. Here, put put ideas in it. Put ideas in it and leak it out. That's what's happening.
0: Paving over the lake.
1: Someone said, just build a new stadium on top of the Sears Tower. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was probably in the Excel spreadsheet. Put it in there. I wouldn't be surprised. There's a lot of ideas on the sheet. Yeah, Yeah. everything, just put it in there. All right. Well, we'll have more on this
0: in the days that come. Um, There's a lot more in here. Do want to give the Sun Times proper credit. Um, Again, these all sound like ideas. Many of them, quite frankly, a little bit crazy um, but at least they're talking about it. They got to do something. I don't know who's paying for all this. I, I, and I think the biggest thing that we go back to the beginning of the show is I don't know how any of this benefits the Bears. Exa- yeah. Like it benefits the city to have all this down there. And there's going to be give and take. I don't know that you want to get rid of Burnham Harbor. It's beautiful. That part's actually hilarious to me because all this talk about you have to have the lakefront. Don't want to leave the lakefront. All like these that. shots on TV of the lakefront. Well, now we're paving over the lakefront yes. to keep the team there?
1: That'll make sense. To the city.
0: Okay. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, Burnham Harbor's great, too. A little hard to get to, but I, don't, I think there's a lot of boaters that'd be unhappy that they have to move their
1: boat. <laughs> what a Cassie. secret stave to be accessed via Hyperloop underneath uh, Area Portillo's. <laughs> oh. Okay. I like it. Just keep putting creative ideas. Yeah.
0: All right. (laughs) uh, Fun show. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow will be a happy hour Friday. Ooh. I like it. Will will be with us too. Will DeWitt um, would be here uh, on a Friday. And we'll – let's see. Who's next on the preview? Uh, Jets today. uh, Eagles. Tomorrow. Philadelphia Eagles. And I have another player in that long-term starter category. So we'll break all that down for you as well. Make sure you're following us on Twitter. I'm at Adam Hogue. He's at Nicholas Moriano uh, at CHGO underscore sports underscore bears. Make sure you are following those accounts. Check out all the shows we have here at CHGO. Um, Got a lot planned NHL draft later today, so keep it tuned on the YouTube channel for all of our coverage. And uh, please rate and review the podcast if you consume it that way. Check out allchgo.com. Grab those memberships, the merchandise. It's all up there. We'll have more shirts coming as we get closer to football season. Hope you enjoy your Thursday. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 1 o'clock.